You are listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 13. Has anyone ever told you that your baby is ugly? Okay, someone has actually said that to me. Can you believe that? Okay, not to me directly, but I have this video on YouTube from about six years ago where I was singing to my daughter. I was singing um, Rockabye Baby, and she just had the biggest frown on her face, and it was so cute and so funny. I just grabbed my phone that was sitting right there on the arm of the rocking chair, and I decided to record me singing. So here I am singing Rockabye Baby on the treetop, and she just starts frowning, and it's the cutest thing. And, you know, I sing all the way until um, she actually tears up and she's like, Mama. And I just like, kind of lost it. I was like, oh, baby Jade, I'm so sorry. You know, poor thing. And I just thought it was so cute. I put it on YouTube, not thinking of the repercussions of putting something like that on YouTube. So now here we are. It has, you know, over a hundred thousand views and counting. Keep in mind, like I'm not a YouTuber, you guys. Like I don't, like most of my videos have less than a thousand views. And this video has, again, hundreds of thousands of views and People leaving the meanest comments I have ever read. I mean, things like, your baby is so ugly. This mom is abusive and terrible. Clearly, um, this mom should kill herself. She's a horrible person. If I had this baby, I would kill myself. I mean, horrible, horrible things. Like, you wouldn't even believe. And it really hurts. Like, it's hard to hear that. And in a weird way, I feel like Sending out event surveys is just like that. I mean, nobody wants to put their baby on display and to have feedback about it coming back as any kind of ugly, right? Obviously, it's not going to be as traumatic as the example I just shared. But if you're a people pleaser like me, it still cuts so deep and it hurts. It hurts. So in the beginning of my events, I think I was just so overwhelmed with all of the pieces, all of the things that needed to happen. I didn't recognize the benefit or even realize that I should be doing surveys after my events. And now I've created templates in a system where I try to send out a survey exactly at 48 hours following the event to ask my guests how it was and where I can improve. But honestly, you guys, it is so hard to get that negative feedback sometimes and to think, I put my whole heart into this. I created something I'm so proud of. And now here someone is telling me it's ugly. You know, it doesn't feel very good, but it's important to remember that anytime you go to fill out a survey or receive a survey that someone has filled out, that it's not about you. Like when I fill out a survey for an experience, I'm not thinking about the individual person, right? I'm just thinking about my experience. And so it's important to recognize that there is a differentiation, that they're not trying to hurt your feelings or say something mean about you. It doesn't make it any easier, but it is something that you can keep in mind to kind of remind yourself if you start feeling those feelings of doubt creeping in or just feeling defensive so again, I sent out my survey today for my event that happened on Saturday, two nights ago. And of course, you know, 99% is awesome feedback. Great job. This is awesome. But there are some things that kind of hurt a little bit. And I wanted to share those with you. But before I did, I wanted to tell you my three biggest tips for writing an effective survey. So the first tip is that you to actually have it make make you better and for you to actually learn something from the information you're collecting, the survey needs to be neutral. So that means that when you send it out, 
it's not in favor or um, trying to build up or only offer positive options as answers, right? So for example, if I did a survey that was like, the best part of the dance party was the awesome swag, the awesome DJ, the awesome food, the awesome dancing, right? Like it's all awesome. Like I can't actually get real feedback to find out what people didn't like. And people will tell you what they didn't like, believe me. Um, So I went to a conference recently and as an event planner, you kind of see things differently. And I, I felt like this conference could have had some improvements. And it was interesting when they sent out the survey, how it was written super in favor of the conference, right? They didn't address any of the hiccups. They didn't address any of the issues. And I thought that was so interesting. I'm like, huh, why are they asking for just more validation on their event that clearly had some areas for improvement? You know, it wasn't a neutral survey. So make sure it's neutral, that you're not offering um, positive or negative answers, that you're just leaving it super neutral. The next tip is to be specific. You need to have one purpose for each question. If you start asking too many questions or combining too many thoughts or too many ideas into one question, you're not going to get straight feedback and it's hard to know what they were talking about. For example, if I'm like, hey, how was the overall vibe of the party and the food? And then I have my options, you know, good, better, best or whatever. How are they, how are they going to, how am I going to determine what they meant with their answer? How am I supposed to know that they were talking about the food or the event or the DJ or the, the feel or the vibes? You need to be specific. So that should be one question for each. How was the overall vibe and, you know, of the event? How was the DJ? How was the food? (laughs) You know, how was the swag bag? You need to be as specific as humanly possible. And again, like think about the types of questions you want to ask. Because the next tip is, you know, you want to probably keep it less than two minutes to take total. Like if someone has to commit to a 10-minute survey that has 13 pages, they're probably not going to do it. And it's not helpful if your guests and attendees aren't willing to give you feedback. So you need to make it as easy as possible. And one of the best ways to get good answers for your specific neutral questions is to have three answer choices. Now, I didn't learn this until I actually met somebody who worked for Qualtrics, which is a survey company. They do big surveys for national brands. And they told me that the goal of a survey isn't to get tens necessarily across the board. And and this person said, we don't even recommend doing on a scale of one to 10. Like on a scale of one to 10, how is this? Because most people, um, again, it's like, depending on how they felt that day or depending on how um, things are or how they are personally, it's not a fair scale um, to know where you can improve because Somebody may say it was a seven and a seven was meeting their expectations, but somebody else may say it was a three and a three was meeting their expectations. So the the best way to really get to the meat of a good survey answer is to use one of these three options. It exceeded my expectations. It met my expectations. And it was less than my expectations with, if they click it was less than my expectations, a, ch- a little type bar comes up where they can ch- type in or chat in what they were, you know, what was the thing that turned them off or why why was it lower than what they expected, right? So you're really figuring out exactly what was lower than their expectations. So again, it exceeded my expectations. It met my expectations. It was less than my expectations. Now, which answer do you think is the best answer? What are you going for every single time? If you thought exceed my expectations, you are wrong, my friend. The answer that you're trying to get is it met my expectations. 
right? Because all you have to do to retain a customer is meet what they were expecting. So for what you paid and what you got, was that what you were expecting? That is a very efficient survey question that can actually give you feedback, okay? So then the people that said it exceeded your expectations, that tells you that you're actually going above and beyond what their expectations were, right? Can you see how using this type of a scale met, exceeded, or less than my expectations is more effective than a scale of one to 10? So as you're going through and writing your survey questions again, think of specific questions, just the one thing that they can, they can help you figure out. And you need to remember at the end of the day, it's not about you. Those answers are never, ever about you. So as you're going through, just keep that in mind. So these are real life emotions and I'm kind of nervous to share some of the feedback. So every time I send out a survey, it's actually anonymous and I think it's better that way. I don't want to know who sends it. And so it's almost harder sometimes to get the feedback and to be like, oh no, like I'm not, you know, I'm not meeting expectations, like what's going on or where, where can I do better? But at the end of the day, you have to just, again, take it with a grain of salt that this is something you're doing to improve your business and your brand and not something that you're doing to validate how great you are. Because again, if you're sending out a survey that's like that, it's actually not very helpful. So I'm going to go through the questions and responses from my past event so that we can walk through together and analyze how it went. And I'm just warning you now, I'm going to keep this 100 with you and let you know how I'm feeling. So the first question is, how did you hear about the 80s ladies dance party? And so 34% said Instagram, 17% said Facebook, 45% said through a friend and 25% said through an email. And then there was another spot that has a 0%. So it's pretty, um, you know, split between Instagram and my email list. But then through the friend was very high, which is interesting that, you know, a lot of women are watching their friends come to my parties and they're wanting to come too. So that's good for me to know. The second question is, how would you rate the entertainment of the event? So that is like, you know, we had performers come on, we had some dancers do some different routines. So that's what I'm asking about. How would you rate that? 42% said it exceeded my expectations. 57% said it met my expectations. Okay. And remember, the goal is I just want to meet their expectations. So that that's good, right? 2% said lower than what I expected. And then when I click on it, there's a note that says it was so good. So she must have just wanted to leave me a note. So I think the um, entertainment, everybody was either met at their expectations or exceeded. The third question is, how would you rate the beauty experiences, which were the crimping and the lip, the lip bar for my event? And here we have 37% said it exceeded their expectations and 48% said it met their expectations. Now, 14% said it was less than their expectations. And here are some of the responses. Uh, don't love lip sense. The lines took too long. Here's another one saying the lines were too long. I don't use lip sense and I did not choose to curl my hair. I didn't use any of that. So two of them said I didn't use it or didn't try it. Two said the lines were kind of long and one said that they're not a fan of that product. So that's good to know. But again, where 90% are saying that they're having a good experience, is that something that I would change? Probably not. I can think about solutions on how to create a better line experience. But to be honest, that's one of the things that's really hard about having 300 ladies in the same room is they kind of have this order of operations that they want to go through when really there are about, you know, 10 different options of food you can grab, photo booths you can do, um, snacks you can eat. And if they're just kind of going with where the lines are and following the crowd, 
then that's kind of hard. So I kind of look at that and think, okay, where can I do better at my communication with my guest as to what's available so that they know that they don't have to just stand in this one line, that there's options. That's what I think of when I read that. Okay, question number four, how would you rate the food from this event? So 62% said exceeded my expectations. 31% said it met my expectations. And 11% said lower than what I expected. So for this last dance party, we had shave ice. We had a cookie truck come and do Sammy's. We had cotton candy that we put on glow-in-the-dark sticks that kind of made the cotton candy glow and it had different modes. We had popsicles from Jolly Llama, which were vegan and non-dairy. Obviously, they're vegan. We had cake bites from um, this cake place. And we also had a company come in doing crepes. And so that sounds really good, like a lot of food, right? So here's what the feedback was. Too many sweets would have appreciated more healthy options. So to me, I mean, even though the Jolly Llama popsicles are vegan and technically the shave ice has sugar-free options, which I don't know how you feel about that health-wise, but calorie-wise and carb-wise, there aren't any calories or carbs. Um, I think what this is mostly talking about is there weren't enough savory options. So a quick solution that I'm just thinking of right now is like, you know, maybe bring in some veggie trays and dip or hummus just to kind of mix it up and have one more thing that's a little bit healthy and savory, not so many sweet things. But again, here we have, you know, 90% said it was great. The next question is, was the event length too long, too short, or just about right? So those are the three options. 2% said too long. So one person said it was too long. Um, 82% said just right. And then 14% said it was too short. So there you go. <laughs> right? So I, I kind of like, okay, um, the event is currently three hours and 14% would like it to be longer than that. The next question is, how would you rate the overall value of the event? So you paid $30 for a ticket. Was it worth $30? So 51% said met my expectations. 42% um, said exceeded my expectations. And then 5% said lower than my expectations. And both of them actually talked about the venue. Um, they didn't like that the venue was older, this one was a little older, and the bathroom situation wasn't ideal. So those are the two comments there. So sometimes I wonder if, um, you know, maybe they had a good experience, but they're just trying to communicate with me on what could have been better. Or maybe the bathroom situation and the building being old was enough of a thing for it to be lower than what they were expecting. That's good to know because I choose different venues every time I go and plan a party. So something to keep in mind. Question number eight, would you like to come to this party theme again next year? And there were two options. Yes, let's make 80s ladies an annual tradition. No, let's switch it up. So I have 44% said, yes, let's make it a tradition. While 38% said, no, let's switch it up. And there you have it, right? So it's it's not quite 50-50, but we're kind of getting there. Um, number nine, tell me how you feel. What did you love? What needs improvement? So this is just a, a box where they can write a review. And the responses range from, you know, I love it. This is so amazing. Thank you. Thank you. But then there are some harder ones that say, you know, things like I felt like the swag bags were better at past events, or I feel like the bag was too big for the little amount of swag. And actually the, the feedback about this one that was really tough was about the swag bags. And it's probably because I worked harder on swag bags this time than I think I did for the past two parties. And I had more contributors for the swag bags. 
So we had Bath Pack throw in a detangling brush. That's an $8 value. Shine Cosmetics threw in lipsticks and eyeshadows and eyeliner. So you got one of the three, either a lipstick, an eyeshadow, or an eyeliner, which were all valued at $13 or higher. There was like a sweatband from High Fitness. There was a, a sunscreen stick from Courtney Jean. There was a $5 gift card for We Ice, as well as a free crepe from the crepe place and a bag of popcorn. So I think the retail value, if you were to go and purchase everything, was about $30. And so it's kind of funny to hear that. I think one mistake that was kind of out of my control for this event was actually that the swag bag itself had been donated by a sponsor in the past. And so it was like this perfect Lululemon kind of size bag. It was from Cycle Bar. And they were planning on coming back and they just kind of had some unforeseen circumstances. And so they ended up pulling out as a sponsor. And we just bought bags that were like just bright orange bags. And I was looking on the measuring and it said it was an um, eight inch by 12 inch bag. So I was like, oh, that's perfect. Like a nice little bag. Um, and when I went back and got the bags, it was actually 18 inches by 12. So it was a little bit like a tote. And so to have just a hairbrush, a sunscreen stick, eyeshadows, and like a sweatband in there and some gift cards and popcorn, maybe it didn't feel as valuable because the bag was so big. Um, again, that was something that I, it's like you, I was, <laughs> got them two days before the event and it kind of was, was what it was. And so, uh, it was hard. Um, Anyway, so that's kind of that's kind of a tough thing and and you just yeah, I don't know. Can you tell I feel awkward now? I'm like, oh, that feels awkward. I tried my best, right? Um so the yeah, the reviews, that's that's one of the things that I just have to remember. That's not about me. This is making improvements, right? So remember when you're sending out your surveys, it's not about you. And I actually was smart this time. So we have a photo booth guy that comes his his name is Colin. He runs this business called The Selfie Scene and he has a green screen photo booth that is just so much fun. And at the end of the night, he actually sends me an email with everyone's pictures. So I get to see all of the pictures. He does this printer where he's able to print them out and people can have an actual hard copy of the picture. But the email that I get is just the individual full-size photos. And so I actually had that as the incentive for doing the survey. And it ended up giving me way more results, even just, it hasn't even been 12 hours. But I said at the end of the survey, um, there's going to be a link where you can get those pictures. So thanks for helping me out. And yeah, I can't believe how many people were really motivated by that. So, um, and no one even commented like, this is dumb that you're not just giving me the link that you're making me fill out this 90 second survey. But I really appreciate everyone taking the time to give me feedback. Cause again, it helps me understand about people's perceptions. And when you do events, so much of it is perceived value, right? Just like, can you get people to feel like what you're doing is valuable enough for them to want to come back? I hope that as you're doing events that you feel empowered and hopefully like, again, like take these questions and utilize them for your own events and see if it helps you get more feedback so that you can do better at the things you're trying to accomplish and really create a movement with your events so that you will kind of weed out the people who aren't into it. That's okay. I think it's important to, to be okay with repelling people who aren't your target market. Like if somebody doesn't like dancing, if they don't like dressing up, if they don't like you know, hanging out with their girlfriends on a dance floor, they're probably not my ideal client. And I need to be okay letting them go instead of saying, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what can I do to bend over backwards to make this the most amazing experience for you? That's not helpful. That's not productive. 
And so again, saying thank you for your feedback and then making that decision. Is this something I need to bless and release or is this legitimate feedback that other people are feeling too? And a good way to gauge that again is if multiple people are kind of commenting that same thing. And keep in mind, these are anonymous surveys. And so if you're getting the same thing, three, four, five different comments, like the the healthy food comment, the savory food comment, that's something that there was five people that commented that. So that's something I'm definitely going to make sure I don't forget at my next event. But as you're planning and dreaming and scheming, just always do your best and make sure that you remember that people do want you to succeed and I'm one of them. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye. 